Thank you for listening to the program. I was thinking, uh, and I felt, I was going to ask, how would you feel if the Lord himself said to you, Oh, foolish one, (laughs) slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. And he said that to the two men on the road, uh, that everyone knows that story because it is a powerful thing. He spoke with them, talked with them, and it says here, beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. I want to try to see something here about the word expounded, uh, not so much the word, but the idea of what he was doing. When you look at what happened here in the resurrection and him appearing to people, uh, there were sometimes like they didn't, well, these two men here, they didn't recognize him. And then their eyes were opened, and they did. And then the 11, they saw and recognized him, but thought it was a ghost. And then he opened their understanding. It says, verse 45, this is the last chapter of Luke, uh, where I'm looking at the account of the two men. But uh, he opened their understanding. And that, that's the real opening, the real understanding, the really knowing him and seeing him. And the idea of, like it says in Mark, that when he appeared to these two, he appeared in another form unto two of them. So, and on the shore, you remember, they were fishing after the resurrection, and he called it, have you caught anything? No. And then John told Peter, that's the Lord. And he, you know, jumps in the the ocean there and swims in there, and he has already fish and bread there. And it said they knew it was him, but they were afraid to ask him. So that's a really a profound study in and of itself. But it, but actually, I do believe it relates basically in an analogy, uh, a way of whether we know him or not, whether like Laodicea, are we blind or can we see or do we think we see and we're, uh, and that makes it, you know, him, know him, see him, know him. That's what it's all about. And so I want to try to look at this here. He says that to them, O fool, slow of heart, because they were telling him the story of, why are you so sad, he said, when he came along walking with them. Their eyes were holden, so they did not recognize him. And so anyway, he asked them, and and they said, well, don't you know? And he told them all the things that had happened, like as if he didn't know. Then by the time it was over, didn't our hearts burn within us while he talked with us, by the way, and opened to us the scripture. They knew these things, what Moses said, all of them did. And Jeremiah, Isaiah, Isaiah 53. So, the word expound, and this is where I don't want to waste uh, the time, but it says in the last chapter of Acts that Paul wanted, he was under house arrest, I guess you'd call it, but then 
couple of years, and he was allowed to to preach and talk, to, uh, and but still with a guard and everything. But he made some arrangement, got permission to call in all the leaders of the Jews that did not believe in Christ, and they came to him on a certain day that was appointed, and they came there, and he expounded uh, the kingdom of God to them, persuading them of Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and of the prophets from morning till evening. Uh, evening. Some believed what he said, some didn't. That, that's in the last chapter of Acts, but he expounded. In English, yeah, you've got the same word expounded, but they are two entirely different uh, Greek words. The one here means Paul was showing them through what they already believed the word means to do that with anything, whatever you're talking about, to use what's already already in the book to take, to make your point and your logic would be, and my way of example would be like when they said, they gave the reason, they said, oh, we know your parents. We've watched you grow up. Uh, we, and so then, oh, yeah, well, that's why they would say it's kind of hard to believe you're not just like us. You know, we watched you as a little kid. Well, then Paul would say, uh, Isaiah says here that he'll be born of a virgin and grow up as a little kid. So y you said before he came, you believed that with all your heart. You still do. So you say, though, that's why you can't believe in him because of something like that. That is the idea of expounding. It would be a little rough sometimes. He used what they already So the word over here in Luke, though, what I'm trying to say, they knew and believed in him as the Messiah, but it, the word here for this is translated expounded, means like uh, it means to interpret, interpretation, uh, translation. And it's like it, the very word is used except for the ek part of it, but but the the root the main word is used when he said, "Don't speak in tongues unless someone interprets." So see, you're hearing something there in tongues or what, or another not another language so much, but it can mean to translate into. So he expounded in that way things they already knew about the prophets and everything about that. Moses said. He'll, uh, the, when he comes, he'll be a prophet like unto me, but the word of God will be in him, in his mouth. And, and Moses, he was a deliverer of, of the people, but God gave him the Ten Commandments. I think that was the Lord just as well, the rock that followed them, Christ. And so he gave them that uh, and uh, him the words, and he went and spoke them to, to the people. And then if I, it was one of the humor things where they, well, we want to hear it ourselves. So they did, and it scared them so bad they said never again. You tell us what he said. We, we don't doubt that anymore. So... Um, anyway, the but he said the prophet, the the one that'll come like he will be the Messiah. That's who they were talking about. And uh, Isaiah said, when he comes to be born of a virgin, grow up, you call him the everlasting Father, Almighty God. And they all knew that he wouldn't sin, and they they couldn't, and they knew he was the Lamb of God, and they knew if they wanted to look at it, and they didn't, what would happen because of that, what he must do. And he told them over and I must give my love, uh, life. I, I must die and shed my blood. And that's not only forgiveness because animals' blood had covered sin, but his 
would forgive it. So they were, like you remember Peter saying, no, nah, just stay, rule the world, keep forgiving us, and why won't that work? And so they all had that problem of understanding why he had to die. Everything else was fine, <laughs> but all the prophets, what they said, all of that was, that included Isaiah 53, oh, it, it, exactly what that is about him dying for the Lamb of God and John the Baptist, the last of the prophets. Behold, the Lamb of God gives it for the sin of the world. To, they knew that, but they were trying to, ah, there's some other way. Got to be some other way. Just don't do it. And, and I'll make this statement, and you got to know what I, it's not. I've heard it said, why, do you, why, do you, why was he crucified? Why did he have to die? Well, to show his love for us. That does show how much he loved us, but that is not why he died. They would have said, "We don't. You don't have to do that. To show us you love." No, I have to. Greater love has no man than that. That's true, but he had to die before the foundation of the world. He was crucified. That had to happen, and they didn't understand that. And sometimes it's hard to get a very good answer on that. Why did he have to die? In Galatians, Paul said uh, about the law, because you've got the law of and the prophets and the prophets Moses said like it be the Messiah he'll be the word of God Isaiah said he'll be slain he'll be the lamb of God and Jeremiah and Ezekiel I think said when Messiah comes he will put his spirit in you then that's is being born again then you will be able to keep his commandments and never be cast out and and that is the whole thing that he accomplished, and that was all important. And they looked at everything almost but that, but the promise of the Spirit, and then being born again. And that still today is, <clears throat> I don't know, uh, it's, uh, who can say they understand that. But here, he's asking them, should I not have suffered these things to enter into glory and bring about all this and live in you. And he told them, when I live in you, then you'll live. And in other words, they, even though they believed him, were dead in sin. And he was made sin. And uh, that's why, but that's what they didn't want him to do. And he said, should I not have to do that? And they were saying, no, you don't have to. <laughs> so he was saying, no, I do have to. And they didn't know why. So, what I believe is, what other scripture says, is that the law with Adam and Eve, the uh, unspoken law and written law, or the written law, from which all laws come, is love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, strength, and that obviously means don't eat the fruit, or don't do this, or that, and so we are sinful, we're ungodly in the way we're not God, even Adam and Eve before they sinned were not God, they were little gods. I know Satan said you'll be like little gods, but he meant you'll be more. He made God a little god, and that see that's not true. He was making say he's like you. No, uh, little gods. But anyway, they. What were the chances they weren't going to sin? Zero. That's why he was crucified before the foundation of the world. He. It wasn't a matter. Of, it, it was with him the opposite. It wasn't a matter of could he have sinned. It was a matter of he couldn't. Not sinning didn't make him who he was. Who he was made him not sin. I mean, that that's something God but uh, can't do, in my opinion. 
but he was made sin. But here he said, I had to suffer. So when in uh, Galatians, Paul said um, about the law, it's our inheritance uh, is not of the law, it's of promise. And he goes in about Abraham. And, and then in Galatians 3, on towards the end, middle uh, end of the chapter, he says, is the law then against the uh, promise of God? God forbid. Because if there had a been a law given, if there was a law that could be given which would give eternal life or give life, then righteousness, it would have been done by the law. If he could give a law that we could keep, well, you'd say, I don't, <laughs> what would it be that you, because you break one, you break them all, you, and that principle of the law is like that. So you love him or you don't. And the creature can't that that's all so then the law was given though and it was by necessity uh, out of love he made them out of love then that's what the law would be for them adam and eve or all back to him is love and and to each other for that matter but you break that and so simply put the the law is you love me with all your heart if you do you'll live if you don't you'll die and don't as in eat the fruit or whatever, however you want to look at it. But still, that's the issue. He came and lived a life and identified with man as a creature. But he said, I'm not like you. But it was for the record. He sure came and was born uh, in the flesh and blood and lived a perfect divine life, I believe. And and then at the end, he allowed himself to to be to die, to be killed, and made sin. So the power of the law in the beginning says, if you love me, you live all your heart. If you break that law, or however you want, Ten Commandments, however you want to break it or look at it, but it's the main law of loving the Lord with all your heart. If you break that, you die. And so he didn't break that. Of course he loved his Father with all his heart. All, every second of every minute of every hour of every day of every year that he lived that's who he was he did not sin so the power of the law says if you sin you die well he didn't sin but he died so the very power of the law that says if you sin you die that carries that power out and that is god himself would say we have one here though that did not sin and still died that has to be reversed immediately or because then the power of the law would mean nothing if that weren't true. Just like if the power of the law said, well, I sinned, but I didn't die. That's what Satan was saying. Surely you won't. So, but no, the power, that is the uh, the law. As it, So he lived that and then died. And then it was, he. it had to be overturned. He was the lawgiver anyway. But, but still, he, he did it his own self to be to where he did die and made sin tasted death for every man but then he did not sin so the very power that condemns the sinner saved and he by that power came forth from being dead in sin as it were made sin separated from god he had the power it that's why paul said i want to know the power of his resurrection in my heart and life every day because when he comes into us initially born again that's what he does is raise us from the dead and it's done because of he like he was telling them i have to do this to make the way for me to he paid and overturned the power of the law to where for those that are his 
he lives in us and made that possible by doing what he did and we're not under the law we're under we're in him and we're that's salvation and i think he explained that to them and then still though the way the human nature would be you'd still want to think like well they could have said couldn't you just put the promise of the spirit in it couldn't you just give us the spirit and 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 forgive our sins and still not have to die it was and i you you would have you know you could easily understand why they wouldn't want to see him die and and then go away for a long time like he said but to, to, to just the idea I don't know. It is beyond thought, really, to understand uh, what he did for us in because of who he was. Then he did that. But anyway, I think he talked to them about that. And then that's why he had to suffer, because that's their question. It wasn't believing in him. They did. But it was why. And so he expounded. He, and the word means that he thoroughly uh interpreted thoroughly dia it means like diameter all the way through he thoroughly told them in all the scriptures these things that they had already heard and knew but the problem the the it was him it really was him and they didn't know it but they and so i don't know you just had to put all that together in your mind and then they were sitting there and they asked him why don't you stay and and oh okay and then he broke bread and gave it to him blessed the bread and, and broke it and gave it to him and their eyes were open he took bread blessed it break it and gave it to him their eyes were opened and they knew him and then he vanished out of their sights uh, out of their sight. And they said, didn't our hearts burn within us while he talked along the way and opened to us the scripture? This man we thought didn't know anything, the stranger in town, we told him, and then he explained it all to the way that our hearts were burning. And then I think they were right on the verge of saying, it's you somehow. Uh, it We don't and then he opened their eyes because their eyes were holding. It says in verse 16 that they wouldn't know him. Said their eyes were open, they knew him, and he vanished out. Of, and then, then they rose up and go right back. And then still the residue it caused some of the ones left, but nine or ten or eleven. Anyway, they didn't believe uh, the uh, them even didn't believe the women, didn't believe them. Then the Lord appeared while those two men were telling them what happened. Right as he was, they were speaking, and said, Then he appeared and said to them, the residue, the others, Why are you so troubled and frightened? Why do thoughts and doubts come up in your heart? Because they just could, I don't know, I don't know, because they weren't born again. I think after you're born again, I remember there was day and night. <laughs> in my experience, being born again, I mean, because I knew him, who he was, and before that, a great man, it'd be about it. So anyway, and they were on uh, farther down the road than that, but still, why did he have to die? So to go back to what I was saying, to to die would show a great love, but he had to do it. And then it would be like, that's such a horrible thing. And I can see a person that would understand what he's saying, say, oh, I see why you had to die. And now they would say, but such a horrible thing for it's just almost unimaginable to think you being made and dying for like that and the crucifixion and all that and like in the garden he why is there another way or, or, and he knew there wasn't he told Peter yeah I call it but I'm not I don't want to call ten thousand angels 
and I can't because I don't want to, and I, I won't because the fa- that's the will of the Father. And so literally he couldn't, but in then another way, yeah, he could. And Peter, that's why they see it that way, and they were having trouble with that. So when he lives in your heart, then you should. That that's the thing. Then we spiritually learn and are shown things by the Spirit. And he said, "I'll live in you and guide you into the truth of all these things." So the 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 thing about it would be that. Um, he made himself known to them by opening their eyes and their mind and their heart to him. To, to And this was before being born again. So when they were born again, he really, really came inside of them. And they then would know the promise of the Spirit, how profound it was. It's everything. What... It's everything. You think about it, uh, whether you're here or there or have this or that, or like John said, they're heaven and earth, gone, no place for them, and just him. And so that's all the reality there is. And and to know that and have that and know him and be right with him and be him and be born again and all that is, Paul talked a lot about it to explain it. Yeah, but it but it's still, that's what he was saying I think he would have handed them the bread and said, and they knew who he was, and he said, all this I've said, all this, you say, why? It's because I love you. And it's not because he did it to show his love, but he did it because God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He didn't do it to show his love. It's because he did love us, but he had to do it. He had to overturn the power of the great law of God great commandment love the lord with all your he had to make that to where he did that for man for creature i don't know it's really so profound it's i don't even know how to explain it thank you for listening to the program